welcome back for another video. For this video, I've picked out all your biggest FPL dilemmas for your teams. Loads of great talking points this week again, so thanks for sending in. If you'd like yours answered in a future video, you just need to be subscribed and you'll see a post on your YouTube feed every Wednesday asking for your input. Data used in this video is from the Fantasy Football Scout members area, which is incredible value. Click the link below to become a member. Let's get into it then. Matty asks whether it's worth going for a Newcastle fullback in Hall or Livermento, given that Bernard Target are injured for a while. With both of them injured, there's three ways this can go really in how selections moving forward. Option one is Hall and left back, Trippier right back. Option two is Trippier and left back, Livermento right back. Or option three is how does a bit of both and he rotates. So it's pretty clear that we don't have enough information right now to make that decision. In the Champions League, Livermento actually started in right wing and Hall in left back. However, Almiron can play in right wing, so unlikely to see an out of position player in Livermento. The sensible thing to do here is to wait a couple of weeks and then assess what Newcastle do. If either of them nail down a spot, they'll be great picks. The other benefit to waiting is we might get further news on the extent of Botman's injury. If he does need surgery or he suffers a setback, then Lascelles is 4 mil and he's probably the standout, assuming that Hall or Livermento aren't nailed by that point. Gaming Experience asks what to do with Madison and which defenders to buy as a burn replacement. So Madison first. The latest news is that he's not in training yet, but he could still make the game, so wait for the Friday press conferences and see what Postacogli says. If he's out for Gaming 12, then in the next segment we're going to talk about the perfect midfield. As far as burn replacements, I've picked out a few. You might be looking at some other defender transfer this week, maybe in the near future, not just burn, so let's talk about the best cheap defenders. Gabriel for an extra 0.1 or 0.2 mils great. There is a chance he's benched maybe one out of every eight games as an example. There might be a problem you're willing to accept though given the price and the quality of the defence. Gwaihe Mitchell home to Everton this week and then they're away to Luton so they're both great picks. Mitchell's goal last game it was only a second of his Palace career in the league. He'll probably finish the season on about the same points as Gwaihe so both are great picks. Maguire's home to Luton this week and then he's away to Everton. The reverse fixtures of Palace's next two and he's only 4.2 mil. These all work great as well because Villa have got Spurs away in game week 13 and Simicast is away to Man City so you can bench them in favour of any of these. If your defence is in good shape otherwise then Colwell's a good long term pick. Brighton home and maybe Man United away the only games in the next four you'd want to play him but from game week 16 he's a set and forget starter. If I was on a wildcard this week I'd definitely have Colwell. So Matty asks what's the ideal midfield to have in the long term and he says it's really confusing with so many good options and fixtures. One thing that's great about this season is there's no clear template, certainly not like we've had in past seasons. We've got many teams that have no Haaland, we've got some with no Salah, we've got some with both. Many of us have got a front three with the likes of Haaland, Watkins, Alvarez or Nunez and some of us are just playing a 3-5-2. Two players that I would have locked in the wildcard though are Salah and Saka. But after that there's so many good options, none of which are bad. Mbumo, Bowen, Gordon, Mitoma, Sun and Palmer. No perfect midfield at the moment, they're all strong picks. We'll know the perfect midfield in hindsight afterwards, but you can't really argue that any of those are bad picks right now. If we look at minutes per non-penalty expected goal involvement, Mbumo's been outstanding this season, but he does have a couple of tougher games up next. Bowen and Saka have also put up good numbers this season, and even Bruno looks great for the next two games. Non-penalty expected goal involvement is a good metric because if you strip out penalties you get a better idea of which players are playing well outside of penalties taken. Every penalty has got 0.79 expected goals. All data comes from the scout members area, use the link below to become a member. Let's have a dig into the experts transfers. The full video will be out on Friday with all the experts data so make sure you hit subscribe if you're not already. A variety of moves this week, 
Some are selling burn for the cells, 0.6 or 0.7 mil freed up there and it's a route into the same defence. Quite a lot of transfer in Saka in this week, Madison and Bumo among those being sold. Given Mbumo's great fixture from Gamic 14, you'd imagine they're looking to bring him back for another player then. Udogi is suspended for Gamic 12, so some are selling him for Gabriel at the same price. Neto isn't back till Gamic 13 at the earliest after the international break, so Gordon for 0.1 mil more has got Bournemouth this game week, and he's got 8 returns in 10 games this season. A couple of managers are dropping Simicast after his surprise benching versus Luton, and they're punting on Estupinan, who's reportedly available for selection, and of course home to Sheffield United this weekend. More to follow in tomorrow's experts video. Rob asked whether it's worth taking a minus four to remove a player with a long-term injury. This one really depends on whether you need someone to start on your team, simply put. If you're down to 10 starters, or you're looking at playing someone like Kabore, way to Man United, for example, then you can justify the minus four there. Hits should be avoided at all costs, but there are examples like this when they're worth it. When you're otherwise playing 10 men, you can look at hits almost like a minus two. In theory, if it's a good replacement, they should get a minimum of two points, whereas an injured player is getting zero. Kallax says Matoma is a big captain choice this week. That's not a question, but thanks for sending in. Dave asks, what's the best thing to do when you've got no weaknesses in your team and you've got two free transfers? In his case, he's looking at going cash to Gwehi as an example. There's nothing inherently wrong with burning a transfer if your team's perfect, but it is usually possible to find somewhere to spend the transfer. It's definitely a trap we can fall into though. Just because you've got two free transfers, we feel like making one somewhere just because. And Cash de Guay, he has potential to backfire. Cash has been seen in training already, so we can assume that he's fit and ready for the Fulham game at home, which is a great fixture. Since Turner has lost his spot, the move you suggested is logical to replace him with a cheap keeper. Jokosha is the one I'd go for, for 3.9 mil. Very jealous of the position you're in there, by the way. There's a few questions this week about the best goalkeepers. If you're in an unfortunate position where Turner was your only keeper, or perhaps you've got Flecken as your other who's flagged at the moment, then who are the best replacements? My initial thought was actually Sanchez, which sounds counterintuitive before Man City. Although he does have a few tough games ahead, goalkeepers are a bit different in the sense that they're very long term, we rarely make goalkeeper transfers besides injuries, so it matters how they do in the very long term rather than just the next few game weeks. I pulled up FPL review projections and I looked at a 12 game week horizon which is the maximum we can look at. The premiums Edison, Allison, and Pope are the top 3 here, and then it is actually Sanchez. They've got an amazing run of games from Gamic 16 which is where points lost in the short term will be clawed back. Defensively Chelsea have actually been solid. They're actually 4th best in the league for expected goals conceded this season. It's the other end of the pitch where they've struggled to click, and even that I'm expecting a turnaround in once Nkunku's back in a few weeks. Yodi Krishnav is planning to bring in Doku and he asks which to sell between Bowen and Diaby. So let's talk about Doku then after his 22 pointer last week. I'd be wary of Doku, it smells a bit like point chasing this week. 22 points were very likely the biggest score he put up all season and it's reasonable to expect Grealish and maybe Foden to share minutes left wing. Particularly in tougher games, Grealish could be favoured for control. On top of that, Diaby and Bowen are both great picks for this week. Don't get me wrong, Doku's been really impressive, but that's not enough when you're Pep. Two starts in his last four games, and we've seen Pep bench players immediately after a Man of the Match performance before. I expect to be a popular punt when the double gamings roll around, likely in Gamic 20 when Man City should double. Let us know in the comments if you agree with that, or if you think Doku's worth buying right now. Lastly, here's how my team's looking for Gamic 12 and some final thoughts. Two flags cleared from Cash and Haaland, but I've gained a flag on Saka. I watched the game and he went down awkward after a challenge and he was hobbling off. 
The ref made him walk the long way round the pitch. I was watching him walk rather than the game by that point. He was barely hobbling by the time he got all the way round. Arteta was asked after the game and he said it was just a kick and he was told by the physios that he wasn't happy to continue. And he said I want to assume that he'll be okay. I'm also going to see what Simicass's involvement in the Europa League looks like and then decide between Maguire and Simicass. Haaland captain at the moment but also tempted by Salah. Not considering anyone else for captaincy this week. If this video was helpful please hit like before you go and subscribe if you're not already. Tomorrow we're going to catch up with the experts to unpack everything they're doing this week. See you soon for the next one. Podcast Network.